This is HPR episode 1929 entitled, I Found a Flashlight. It is posted by John Culp and is about 14 minutes long. The summary is, I talk about an amazing flashlight I found while walking to work one day recently. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. Hey everybody, this is John Culp in Lafayette, Louisiana, and I'm today recording another one of my walking to work episodes. Uh, For a while I wasn't walking to work anymore because I think I mentioned in a previous episode about the little bridge that connects my street and uh, apartment complex down at the end of it over to the university campus has been closed off by the city. And that actually I think I talk about that more on my... uh, emergency episode where I'm actually riding my bike to work while I talk. But anyway, they had closed off this bridge, the city did, because they said it was unsafe. And uh, they erected fences across. But uh, you guys will be proud to hear that the hundreds of students who live in this apartment complex and rely on the bridge to walk to campus took it in their own hands to, well, hack it. They hacked holes in the fences on this side and the other side of the bridge. And so now you can just walk right across the bridge again, just like you always could. <laughs> you can even get through on a bicycle if you duck your head and tread carefully. So I'm walking to work. I'm going to walk through the hacked holes in the fence to uh, get across and onto campus. And while I'm walking, I'm going to talk about something that I found another day while I was walking to work. Actually, I was biking to work that day. But... Um, while I was waiting to cross the street on my bike, just waiting at the stoplight on my bicycle to cross over to the music building, uh, I noticed that there was an object in the road that kept getting banged around and bumped by cars and run over, and uh, it was cylindrical. It was rolling around, and every time it rolled around again, another car would run over it and bang it, and it would get bounced around and roll a few feet away, and then another car would hit it. So I, uh, I got off the bike and looked, and it was a flashlight. And so uh, the next time it was safe, when no cars were coming that would run me over, I uh, ran out in the street and grabbed the flashlight and uh, pushed the little button to check whether it turned on, and it did. It was incredible. I mean, what caught my attention about this thing was the fact that it had been run over by six or seven cars before I got to it. And apart from some scratches on the surface from having clattered across the pavement, it did not seem to have suffered any kind of damage. I thought, man, that is incredible that it could take such a beating and not be visibly damaged at all. So I I clicked the little button to see whether it still turned on, and it did. So I just put it in my bag and went on to work. And then when I got home, 
after work that day, I uh, took a closer look at the flashlight, saw that it was a Streamlight brand, SL-20L model. So I looked that up and uh, found it on Amazon and saw that it was a very high-end flashlight, a retail price of $225 and Amazon price of $125. I guess you can take these retail prices with a grain of salt. They are artificially high, I think. But nevertheless, I mean, even so, at $125, it's the kind of thing I would never even consider buying for myself. And uh, it's a very large flashlight. It's well over, it's, I don't know, over a foot long. So, probably for... Uh, Europeans uh, maybe 35 centimeters long about an inch in diameter it's very heavy about two pounds and uh, it occurred to me this is probably a police flashlight uh, I'm walking across campus now and you just heard some students talking because this is we're in exam week right now Classes are over. Today's the first day of exams, so not as many students on campus right now. They have exams at different times, and right now is smack in the middle of the first exam period, so lots of students will be sitting in desks taking their exams. Uh, anyway, so it, it looked like it was probably a police flashlight and something that valuable. I thought, man, I should probably at least check with the police department and see if anybody lost the flashlight. And they, I mean, theoretically, they could easily track down who it belonged to also because these flashlights have serial numbers on them for just such a uh, case for people who have to keep a close track of inventory. Uh, they, they have serial numbers. So each officer would be assigned a particular flashlight with a particular serial number and they could track it down. So the first thing I did was just email the police department and asked what kind of flashlights they issue their police officers. I, I mean, something that nice, I didn't want to just go give it to them because maybe it didn't belong to them. Uh, so, a very nice public relations police uh, officer emailed me back and said, you know, thank you very much for reporting that you found a flashlight. It's awfully nice of you to do this. And she said that we issue Streamlight brand flashlights to our police officers, and of course that's the kind I had. And so I emailed her back with the serial number, and then uh, she checked around, I suppose, throughout the day. And then that evening, I got an email back. She said, "You know, thanks again, but nobody has reported a flashlight missing." And so uh, I thought, well, maybe one is one of the. So that was the Lafayette City Police. I thought maybe the university police department might have lost one. So I emailed them, and they said they don't even issue flashlights to their officers, but that sometimes officers would buy their own. But no one had reported a missing flashlight, and so I kept it. Now, the problem with this uh, is that, of course, I did not have the charger. This is... Um, you know, just taking a look at it, you would think it's one of those flashlights that requires like three or four D-cell batteries. You know, those very large um, batteries. But this is a professional-grade, very high-tech flashlight. And it, instead of having, 
you know, uh, alkaline batteries. It has a rechargeable battery inside. And I, it didn't even occur to me at first that it could do that because I could not see anywhere on the flashlight where you would plug it in. There was no little jack to plug it in. And so I, I did a little bit more research and found that it doesn't charge that way. You have to get a little sleeve that mounts on the wall and then you insert the flashlight into this sleeve that's plugged into an outlet. And it looks like, it looks like it uses the, the screws that hold the switch on. I think it uses those as contact points to uh, charge up the flashlight. So anyway, I ordered a sleeve and charger and when they came in a few days ago, I uh, put the flashlight in. I was glad to have it because by then the charge was pretty much gone. And uh, put it into the little sleeve. Lo and behold, it just starts charging right up. And so now I've got the charger. It, it um, works great. Now, uh, you might wonder why is it worth talking a, a whole HPR episode about a flashlight or a torch for uh, Europeans? Well... Man, this is no ordinary flashlight. When I got it home th that first night and uh, turned it on, you know, when, it, when I found it, it was broad daylight, and so you couldn't really tell how bright the thing was. But uh, that night, I took it out in the backyard where it was very dark, and when I turned on the light, I, w I could not believe how bright it was. I have a large backyard, and it lit up the entire backyard. And uh, I brought my kids out to see, and they just like couldn't believe it. They'd never seen such a thing. We were we were uh, taking the light and shining it into the trees in the park next to our house. Trees, I don't know, a hundred yards away. We could shine this light way up in the tops of those trees and see everything perfectly up there. Incredibly powerful light. And it has what three? I think three different levels of brightness. If you press and hold the button, you can toggle among the three different levels of brightness. If you just push it and let go, you get the brightest level. If you push and hold to the next level, it's like one less bright. And then, I don't know, they, there are technical specifications on their website that shows you the different lumens and the levels of output. I don't, I don't know what those are. It goes from super bright to kind of bright to not very bright at all. And if you hold it long enough also, you can make it... No, wait, I think it's a double-click. You can turn it into a little strobe light. And also, if you just barely hold the button down without clicking it, it will just turn on the brightest light, and then you can just let go. And uh, it'll turn off. Uh, the, the build quality on this thing is astounding. I mean, as, as you would have surmised... Having seen it been run over by several cars and suffering no damage, still working perfectly. It is unbelievable build quality. Um, another thing I did was inspect the internal battery. To do that, I had to unscrew the end cap, which has really, really finely machined threads. I mean, when you turn it, it's like, it, it just feels great to turn this thing and the, the threads. They're so fine and they're so perfectly machined. And it's got a little rubber seal to keep uh, water out. I think it's rated to be able to be dropped into like one meter worth of water and still work or something. You can drop it from two meters and uh, onto the ground and it won't be damaged. It's an incredibly amazing flashlight. <laughs> um, anyway, 
it's the kind of thing I never would have bought for myself because it costs so much money. But when you when you look at the customer reviews on Amazon, it's it's one of those products where every single reviewer gives it five stars. There there aren't that many products like that, but it's it's one of those things where you get what you pay for, I guess. And you pay for quality with this, and it is unbelievable quality. So, uh, I mean, if you're looking for a professional grade flashlight, I cannot recommend this highly enough. It's an incredible object. I, I feel so lucky to have found it. And I, I feel sorry for whoever lost it, but I've, uh, I, I don't know really how else to track them down. I've already done what I feel was my due diligence in contacting the local law enforcement agencies. So anyway, that's, uh, that's my uh, review, I suppose you'd call it, of the Streamlight SL20L flashlight. An unbelievable piece of machinery, well, machinery, piece of kit, I guess. And uh, I will talk to you guys later. That's it. I've arrived at work. Bye, y'all. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.